The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Dr. Feelgood himself, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What's cracking, Playboy? Uh, feeling a little bit better. I hope so, man. I thought you were, like, fucking dying on me or something. Like, I didn't well, know. I, I think I think we do have our friend Spurrier to blame because he invited <laughs> me down to an investigation Friday. And I think I inhaled so much dust and stuff from that say, place that it gave me a bad headache and now my throat is sore. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. Hell yeah. I still need to get to that location, man. I yeah, really you should need come to. down and we'll go down there together. I would love, love, love that. I actually have to go down there tomorrow, someday this this week coming pick this up week? my uh, recorder that I left for go. I left just sitting there. So dipshit, joke. No, I, I put it on voice <laughs> activation mode so that oh. the sound activation mode so that it's a way to do it. Man. Some back, yeah. It's a way to do it too. Hell yeah! So what else is new other than just uh, recovering? From from being all sicky and shit. Um, not a not a lot. Yeah, not a lot since last week. Anyways, how did the thing go this weekend, dude? It was outstanding. Like it really was. Running around was, like crazy. Oh my god, I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Honestly, for about two solid days. But uh, damn, man, like it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, uh, Dustin and, and, and KJ. And Johnny, and you know Lee, and I mean it was it was a great friggin' time. Great people, uh, creepy people management. If you guys haven't like had a chance to check them out yet, give them a friggin' look for damn sure. Um, just an excellent bunch of people. That's for damn sure. So it was a lot of fun, making memories. Um, I'm going over some crazy freaking evidence that we all captured upstairs. Uh, specifically, yeah. yeah, specifically in room 17 and 18, shit got crazy, dude. And like, um, throughout the course of the night, it was almost as if a narrative had began a story, if you will. Um, and if you guys aren't familiar with Malvern Manor in the, in the history there in room 17 and 18, supposedly now this is obviously just stories that were told to me, uh, from people that used to work there. Um, so as the story goes, the guy over in room 18 pretty much had the bed check scheduled down to a science. You know, he knew exactly when they were coming onto the floor, when they were leaving, and when they'd be back. Um, and, you know, as the story goes, three to four times per week, he would sneak right across the hall uh, into room 17, and he would, um, yeah, no, sexually assault uh, the gentleman that was in 17. 
Um, now, it's interesting, too, because we have captured very odd EVPs. These are also things that we've heard uh, very audibly. And when you do hear these things, it's um, it's pretty apparent what you're hearing. I'll say that. Um, it's it's gut-wrenching. It's terrible. Um, but it's it, there it is. Um, very interesting stuff. Now, when they were up there, specifically it was Dustin uh, Perry was up there and they were doing EVPs and things of that nature um, and it was he was specifically asking about that assault you know um, and crystal clear EVP comes through it says that never happened very very interesting so from that point on literally for the rest of the night when asked a question this would respond. I mean, it would respond to said question, basically telling an entirely separate story. Um, you know, Dustin flat out asked, okay, well, tell me then, you know, what did happen? And it crystal clear again, I loved him. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it was bizarre, right? So, I mean, there's this whole other story now developing, um, and it, it goes on and on and on. Uh, I could talk for hours about it um it's impressive uh, i just need to go over all of that evidence and uh really see what we can come up with you know it was freaking interesting man it was a great night a uh, great group of people like the attendees and everything they're freaking gung-ho ready to investigate it was a great time i missed you though like i was i was Moping. Yeah. I was moping uh, around. I was. I was moping around. You were to... too busy to miss no, me. I was still. No. You could ask the wife, man. You could ask the wife. I was moping around a little bit because I was like, you know, I was kind of hoping you'd show up. I wanted, it was your birthday. I wanted to squeeze your butt a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> come on. It sucked. Um, Missed my Koopsik, man. Yeah, well, you'll see me soon enough, I'm sure. I hope so. You promise? Yeah. Okay. When are you coming down here? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> I got to get you down here anyway so you can yeah. meet with Bart from the EGT project. Absolutely. I uh I talked to Bart on the phone for gosh, probably an hour and a half the other day. Good stuff. Yeah? Absolutely. Good stuff, man. Good stuff for sure. This is how long it's been since you and I have like really like, you know, spoke. Well, yeah, I mean, we didn't do a topic episode last week. I know. We fucked up. Dropped the ball. I dropped it. I done dropped it. Oh, well. I tell you what. You can uh, send all your your complaints to uh, 913-730-7255. Give us a call. Shoot us a text. Uh, Even send a picture text if you guys like flipping us off or something like that because we didn't uh, didn't do the topic episode on Friday. Voice your concerns. Um, At Ectoplasm Show on Instagram and Twitter. The Ectoplasm Show on Facebook as well. Go ahead and, uh, you know, call us a bunch of bastards if you want. I don't care. I mean, (laughs) we deserve it. (laughs) We absolutely deserve it. We did get a couple texts of, you know, from our friend Shaggy. Nice. Texts us every, you know, every episode almost now. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, Let's see. Said, I think Josh might seen Mothman in his Sunday best. <laughs> uh, I wonder if Mothman ever yeah. wears a tie. Ooh. Then he also said 
The Matrix story that y'all were discussing sounds a lot like the plot of the movie The 13th Floor. Ooh. I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. I, I think have... I've seen it, but I can't remember. I don't think I've seen that. I'm going to have to check into that. There we go. I'm going to have to do that. Man. So, um, uh, got any, uh, got any interesting stories? I do. This week? Uh, first one. Yeah. Armed clown chases kids in Arizona. Get out, man. <laughs> Again with the clowns, and now it's armed too, huh? Yeah. The right. group of children walking home from school in Arizona were terrified when they were chased by a miscreant wielding an axe and clad in a creepy clown mask. All right. Uh, the bizarre incident occurred earlier this week in the city of Glendale when the group of youngsters were walking back to their neighborhood. Suddenly, the boys spotted a menacing individual wearing a clown mask and holding an axe coming towards them. According to one of the kids, the ne'er-do-well yelled to them, quote, you better run because we're coming for you. Damn, damn. The frightened boys heeded the clown's advice and ran away from the scene until they got home. I thought I was going to die today, one traumatized youngster told TV station ABC 15 <laughs> oh, in Arizona. That's fucking heartbreaking. Ugh. Anyway. Although the boy's tale may sound like something they could have conjured up on the way home in a fit of boredom, an investigation by authorities suggests that the encounter was too real. Or was real. Sure. Uh, sure. Cops say they found both the clown mask and the axe seemingly left behind by the person who harassed the children. He left his ass behind. <laughs> With no... Yeah. <laughs> With no suspects at the time, police hope the photos of the recovered items from the crime scene may catch someone's attention and lead to the break in the case. Much like warm weather uh, seems to usher crop circles, one wonders if it can be the same for creepy clowns. God, I hope not. I don't know, dude. God bless. Ugh. Whatever. If you got a clown coming at you, you're just going to fucking punch it. Wouldn't you just punch it? Just punch the clown? That sounds like a sex act, doesn't it? Yeah. Just go home and punch the clown? No, but seriously, if the clown's coming at you, you're going to fucking punch it. Did I, did I lose you? No, I'm here. Um, <laughs> uh, we had somebody ask, why are they watching when we ignore their comment? Well, we're not trying to ignore their comment on Damn. Facebook. We just, we are on a delay. There's like a 90 second delay. So by the time we read your comment, it's already been a minute and a half. <laughs> and we aren't necessarily talking about it anymore at the time. And two, we like to interact, but we are recording an actual podcast that goes out to thousands of people. So we don't want to be just talking to the people on Facebook the whole time. Right, right. Nothing against the people on Facebook. It's great. No, not at all. And yeah. we try to interact with them, but it's a we have a set show. And maybe we should do a show where we just take questions at some point. Dude, but. that'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. So I, uh, I came across something interesting. Uh, the other day, perusing through the, uh, the annals of the interweb... And I, uh, I came across the Phoenix Lights story, all right? Um, 
what year did the Phoenix Lights happen? Like, you're going to have to remind me on this. 97. 97? Okay, that's it. Yeah. So... I'm just gonna I'm just gonna play this clip for you guys. Um, let you listen to it. Um, it blew me away. Um, initially, what happened with the whole like series of events leading up to the Phoenix Lights phenomenon? You know, thousands of people witnessed this uh, while it was going on. Um, however, it all started with a single uh, radio call from a plane that witnessed these lights. Um, the pilot of that plane, it was shocking to me, but it was fucking Kurt Russell. The, the actor, Kurt Russell. Did you see this, pal? I didn't see the movie. I've seen it online to watch, but I haven't watched it. Oh, okay. So this is an interview with Kurt Russell. Oh, no, I haven't seen the interview. Yeah, this is uh, just an interview with Kurt Russell kind of explaining how everything went down. It was... Pretty fascinating stuff. I'm going to see if I can pull it up. Maybe able to help me in this more, yeah. Who knows? Because this is an international story. Because of you both being here, I looked into the international files. Not covered by our Ministry of Defense, but maybe covered by yours. This took place in Arizona. An unidentified pilot, according to the press cuttings, flying near an airport in Arizona with his son when he spotted six lights in the night sky. So he called from the airplane to air traffic control to say, I'm seeing these lights here. I wasn't expecting any other planes. There are none supposed to be on my landing path. Can you tell me what's going on? They said there are no other planes. He said, I'm seeing six bright lights coming towards me. Mystery unresolved. Except. Oh. Tail. Number for that plane was Bonanza 2 Tango Sierra, and I was the pilot. No, no. way. Oliver and I. say that in the yeah. briefing. Oliver and I. Oh, I should have yeah. read to the end. Yeah. <laughs> Oliver and I were, were flying in. I was flying him to go see his girlfriend. And uh, we were on approach. And uh, I saw six lights over the airport in absolute uniform in a V shape. And, I, and Oliver said to me, I, I was just looking at him and I was coming in. We're maybe a half a mile out. And Oliver said, Pa. Do you, what, is, what are those lights? And I and I then it kind of like came out of my <clears throat> reverie and, and I said I don't know what they are. I said uh, uh, he said are we okay here? And I said yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna call him. and I reported it. And they said we're not painting anything. We don't show anything. I said well okay I'm I'm gonna declare it's unidentified. It's flying and it's six objects. We landed. I taxied, dropped him off, took off, went back to L.A never said a word he never said a word i never thought of it two years later goldie is watching a television show when i came home yeah. and the show is on ufos but as i'm i, I came home hey honey how's it going boom and i'm kind of hearing this t- the tv going and i stopped and i started watching and it was on that event now that was the most um that was the most viewed ufo event over twenty thousand people saw that and i'm watching this and I f- i'm feeling like uh richard dreyfus in in uh, close encounters of the third count, it's like why why do I know this? You know what? And it's not clear to me. And finally, I said. Then they said the pilot reported it. A general aviation pilot reported it on landing. I'd never thought of it since then. And I said, I, that was me. I that was me. <laughs> and I said, wait a minute. I'll go to my logbooks. So I went to my logbooks, 
and there was the flight at that time, and I didn't mention anything about the UFO. The fascinating part of that to me is that it would just went literally out of my head, yeah. and, I, and Oliver never mentioned it. And had I not seen that show, I'd have never thought of it again. Pretty cool stuff, right, man? Yeah, I mean, I remember when this happened. Um, yeah. As you know, and I've mentioned on the show, a lot of our listeners probably realize, remember that my first paranormal experiences were all UFOs, all of yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I had only had one at this point in time. Yeah. I had one when I was seven, which was like, I don't know, um, 89, 90, around there is when I had mine. And it was just a light in the sky. But and I didn't see my other UFOs until I was early 20s. Yeah. But I hadn't had... a paranormal like ghost experience yet when and when this happened but i did follow stuff still so i remember i remember when when this happened and what a big deal it was the news was freaking out people were freaking out <laughs> it actually lines up with sightings throughout texas if you, you could follow this thing That's across awesome. the united states in sightings um yeah. very interesting stuff and one of the most controversial ufo mass ufo sightings definitely recent date i mean in the u.s anyways absolutely where thousands of people saw this and the government the government's explanations just don't make sense that they don't work for what people saw that's kind of usually the uh the common tale there you know um oh it's even the mayor yeah at the time he Oh, he was a dick at the about time. It. <laughs> he came out and did. Uh, he came out on stage and brought out a guy in an alien costume. Yeah. He was making fun of it and stuff. But Pissed in later interviews, years afterwards, he talked about how he saw it as well. And he wasn't. He didn't say anything like he was told not to talk about it. But he said he just, you know, as the mayor of the city, he was just trying to calm everybody down by joking about it. But he sure. saw it as well. It's pretty interesting stuff, man. I mean, we're talking 20,000 people looking at this shit. I mean, that's that's impressive. That's something that you can't just necessarily uh, dismiss, you know? It's pretty interesting. That's for damn sure. So, what, uh, what else you got for us, my friend? Let's see here. Peruvian family plagued by possessed doll. Whoa. A family in Peru says that they are being tormented by a possessed doll that comes to life at night and attacks their children. Ooh. The strange claim comes from the Nunez family who live in the Peruvian city of El Cayo. I think it's Cayo. Okay. And recently had their story featured on television there. According to the family, they received the doll seven years ago from a relative, and their home has been plagued with unnerving activity ever since. It appears that most of the unsettling events occur at night, as the children have reportedly heard the inexplicable knocking in the house, and one child even woke up with unexplained scratches and bruises. Fuck. Additionally, the family says that they usually position the doll in a corner before they go to bed but the creepy looking toy is often discovered atop furniture in the morning 
The experience has proven to be so troubling for the family that they actually enlisted an angel expert to cleanse the home. I wonder who this angel expert is. Chris Angel, mind free. <laughs> uh, however, the purported psychic seemingly could not eradicate what she called an evil presence lingering inside the dome. Wow. Why keep it? Why keep it? Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, uh, wow. Uh, so nonetheless, for reasons unexplained, the Nunez family has opted to keep the creepy toy rather than toss in the trash in the hopes of ending their ordeal. It's so far. While their story may seem laughable to some, paranormal history is rife with cases of mysterious haunted objects. Yeah, dude. Um, I... I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about this. I don't know about. I mean, I don't know what to think about like haunted objects. Period. Now, I will say this. Uh, can you still hear me? I can. You broke up there for yeah, a second, I, but I can't. Okay. No. Well, I do apologize. I just got reached out to actually on Saturday, um, uh, just via Facebook message or whatever. It was a lady that had uh, previously visited the manor overnight. Uh, she says that she has a, a a doll, like a haunted doll, over a hundred years old porcelain doll. Um, she wants to f- just fucking get rid of it, and she was asking, you know, if I wanted it. <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah, I want did it. You take it? Fuck yeah, I did. So I'm like, we're setting up a time to meet so I can uh, collect that doll. Um, I'm gonna need a case. Does she live of up some- there. Yeah, she's close. Yeah, she's uh, close. So here in the next couple weeks, we're going to be uh, getting together to uh, get the doll. I need a case, though, man. I need a case. I need to uh, display Why? this son of a bitch. I'm going to display oh. the doll, man. You can display it without a case. You're just afraid that it will start running around. Yep. Um, so if that does happen, if that happens, if I hear the little pitter-patter of, of doll feet. Are you going to have it in the house or at the manor? At the manor. Not at my house. Are you fucking psycho? What's the matter with you, man? I knew you weren't man enough. No, I'm not taking that shit to my house. I'll take it to work. No, not to my <laughs> house. <laughs> but uh, with this story, they, they don't... like. Um, it doesn't say anything about them actually seeing it move. Yeah. Um, so what they they're saying also... is that basically they put it one direction or in a certain area... In the morning, it's somewhere else, and usually up uh, on a shelf or or something of that nature. Yeah, it's moved. The kid got scratches. Right. Um, um, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I I don't know. But first, first uh, thought that just ran through my head was like those those girls that pretended to be hearing things through the walls and stuff. Yeah. It's the kids driving this. I'm not saying it's not real. I'm not saying it's not possible. But if it's the kids driving it, I don't know, part of me... I mean, part of me says, yeah, well, kids are more susceptible to seeing this kind of stuff. But also, the other part of me is they probably... Maybe they want attention from their parents. (laughs) And the big thing is, I don't... If they don't have any attachment to this doll, at least it doesn't it? say in the article, why keep it? I'd probably get rid of it. I, I mean, 
seems like a logical thing to do. Get rid of it. Um, if it's that big of a problem, and no. somebody just gave it to you, yeah, a family member gave it to you, but still, if it is if that, that big, big of a problem, of a problem yeah. and they're afraid of it enough to get an angel expert to try to eradicate the spirit, and they don't get rid of it, that's questionable to me. Well, here's the thing: like nowadays, there are all of these museums that are popping up left and right, all these haunted object museums. Like they're literally all over the place now. And new ones are springing up by the second, by the day. Um, you could easily get in contact with people like that um, and just, I don't know, mail it to them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Um, I would do something, though. If, I mean, if it is that big of a problem, like you were saying, get fucking rid of it. Just get rid of the doll. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, I just had a quick article about it. Who knows yeah. exactly the reason why they're keeping it. But, yeah, I mean, that's questionable. I mean, am I right? It, is, it sounds questionable that yeah. they would keep it if it was that big of a problem or if it was really doing these things. Yeah, I would totally agree. I would totally agree. <clears throat> Excuse me. Good Lord. Um, let me see here. Let me see here. Let me see here. I got a fun, uh, fun little story here from the, uh, the Telegraph. Let's see here. A massive creature washes up on Indonesian island. Did you read about this massive freaking thing? I saw the article, oh. but I didn't pull it because I had other ones. Dude, it's disgusting. A uh, giant carcass found washed up on a beach in Indonesia's central Maluku province puzzled locals and authorities trying to identify the massive creature. Uh, this massive carcass was found on the beach on Serum Island on Tuesday night by a local man. Uh, 37-year-old Asurul... Oh, that, there's no way I'm saying his name. Anyway, this dude said that he initially mistook the huge fleshy blob for a stranded boat. Um, damn, man. Like, looking at some of these pictures is just fascinating. Uh, locals first started sharing images of the carcass, measuring about 15 meters, which is about 50 feet in length. On Wednesday, the animal is believed to have been dead for at least three days before being discovered. According to local reports, fishermen thought it initially, you know, to be a giant squid. Uh, but a coordinator of Indonesia's marine and coastal resources management said it was more than likely to be like a whale. But they are doing lab tests uh, just to confirm what the frick this thing is. I tell you what, looking at it, it doesn't look like anything. It, it looks like well, a blob. Is, it, looks, it looks like a blob of, of just a 50-foot blob of nothing. Just fleshy bleh. Yeah. Oh, so dude. both sides of this uh, are equally as plausible. So yeah, sure. The, the, the side of it's a rotted whale. I mean, I've seen weird pictures. They look crazy when they're like their blubber's gone and they've <laughs> rotted away. And they almost look furry, some of them. I mean... Uh. Oh, we did a story about that just a couple months ago, didn't we? 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's just like a week ago or so. Exactly. But anyways, like things that decay in the ocean and then wash up on shore, they look crazy. I mean, there's crazy looking things in the ocean by itself. The other side is, is if there's something that massive on the planet we haven't found yet, it's going to be in the ocean. So, yeah, absolutely. I, who knows what yeah. could wash up. So, so fucking nasty. It's just disgusting. Most likely it's just going to come out to be a regular mammal, like a, a whale or, or something. So. Sure. Absolutely. Fun stuff, buddy. I tell you what. Why don't we take a little, uh, take a quick little break here? We will uh, get a quick word in from our sponsors, and we will be right back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. I fucked up. There we you go. messed up. Is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you removed the alien anal probe out of the story, and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained, all viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. All right, now we're back. Don't know what I did there. I don't know either because I was getting the beer <laughs> when it happened. <laughs> I fat fingered something. I'm sorry, pal. Sorry, sorry. Oh, well. It is what it is. It is what it is. I actually, <clears throat> this week, I have two end of the world stories. Oh, my. Well, I mean, they're both the possibility of end of the world stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, first one. Naples Caldera poised to pop. Oh, here we go, buddy. Here we go. So the reason I bring this one up, so this one's smaller, and it wouldn't be a world-ending thing. But this will give us a better insight if it does erupt as to when the other ones might. That's a good point. Uh, a new study on Campi Flagri caldera located near naples italy suggests the monstrous supervolcano may erupt sooner than scientists previously expected 
Although the enormous volcano has not erupted in almost 500 years, researchers say that a series of earthquakes at the site over the last few decades may spawn Damn. just such an event. It's no good. According to new research... Huh? It's no good, man. Yeah. According to new research for seismologists, the relatively recent activity at Campi Floregri... I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's an Italian. <laughs> uh, has resulted in a considerable amount of energy building up in the crust at the site. Their findings upend the previous scientific belief that earthquakes at volcanic locations were bene- beneficial because they allowed for energy at the site to be released. So previously they thought earthquakes were a good thing because it would make the volcanic eruption lesser. Which is not, that is not bode well for Yellowstone. But no. keep reading. The researchers behind the study suggest that Campi Floraghi may be approaching a critical stage where further unrest will increase the possibility of an eruption. While their conclusions are rather dire, the seismologists concede that they cannot know for sure when the supervolcano will eventually erupt. That said, they warned of another potential problem associated with the energy accumulation at the site in that it could spawn earthquakes that may not be as devastating as the eruption, but still quite destructive. So they may be, um, all, all the buildings may be falling down before they're blown up. (laughs) Damn, dude. Just damn. So this one... So you've you've heard of Mount Vesuvius, of course. Yeah, for sure. Vesuvius is over this caldera. It's part part of this caldera. Really? It's completely underneath a a major city. Like this caldera, there's a city on top of it. If it goes and there's people there, millions of people probably die. Not in the initial. I don't know how big the city is, but surrounding areas. I mean, Italy's not... I mean, it's not a small country, of course, but it's not a large country. Right. Um, yeah, so if this thing goes, it, it, this thing it could actually, it depends on how big it is. It could give us a, a, a small nuclear winter, but it could sure. actually show us better how places like Yellowstone are acting and and what leads up to what it'll give us an alarm clock on our end of the world god i just don't oh my god man i don't even know what to think about it you know what i'm saying like we know it's a mathematical certainty it's going to happen yeah, I mean, there's we also no know that it's these from going on. Exactly. We also know it's a mathematical certainty that it's past due. Correct? Yellowstone is about right. 50,000 years plus overdue from its normal cycle of 600,000 years. My god. So yeah, I mean, that's within fluctuation, but it's averaging 600,000 years and we're 50,000 or 650,000 years from the last eruption. So damn. And that's only one. I mean, Yellowstone yeah. is only one on the <laughs> planet. There's 
like a, there's I, I'm saying a hundred that's ex- probably exaggerating but there's at least a good dozen of Baker's dozen or so any one of them could cause a global disaster damn dude for us anyways we're screwed peeps I mean, be, yeah we are screwed that's what it is make your preparations now it's going down we're screwed <sighs> I gotta tell you though pal oh like we've talked about it before what to do the exit plan you know what I'm saying you want me to come and find you so you can survive yes please. I told my I told my wife that the other day hey was, like, was she cool with that so I gotta get my wife and then and get my kid yep. and then get Josh and my wife order. and my <laughs> and my two kids yeah. gonna, look here's the deal we're gonna need a van <laughs> okay so I'm sure on the way out of KC, you could, like, steal a van. I mean, it shouldn't be that big probably. of a deal. Probably. I, okay. I can probably figure that out. Okay. So steal a van and come get us. We'll be sitting here huddled up in the, huddled up at the dining room or something and be like, it's okay, kids. Coop 6 coming. Coop 6 coming. <laughs> It'll probably be faster going north than it would be if I was going south. Because most likely people would be heading south. Because one of the things that happens yeah. with a super volcanic eruption is a nuclear winter. So most people think, oh, we're not going north because it'll be colder, faster. I mean, obviously it's not instant, but yeah, I would be able to get a town faster going north. It might not be the best decision. But you like the cold, in the long don't you? Run. But you like the cold. whatever i tell you what though pal i uh i found a little something something on a story that we have uh we've touched on a timer five here uh it has to do with our good pal nessie little Loch ness monster after going missing for about roughly what nine ten months it seems as if we have a new nessie sighting I did see this story. Yeah, buddy. I'm telling you. Uh, It says, is the Loch Ness Monster back? Mysterious shape spotted moving across the lake after almost nine months without sighting. Um, So, yeah, after nine months without the sighting, it was feared that the Loch Ness Monster had gone missing. Dun, dun, dun. But a new video has emerged, which suggests that the world-famous mythical creature may have, in fact, returned. Tourist Rob Jones captured the bizarre footage on a visit to Scottish Lake on Sunday. It appears to show a mysterious Nessie-like shape moving across the lock in front of a passing boat before disappearing. Now, Rob is 35 from North Wales. He says, quote, I saw it quite far across the lock near the castle. But by the time I stopped the van, it was very close and other people stopped to take photos, too. Sadly, I don't believe in monsters, but I would love to know what it was. <laughs> uh, it says the clip was uploaded to YouTube on Tuesday, where it's already been viewed more than 15,000 times. Um, and I'm looking at a close-up here, and I, I don't know, man. It could be it could be a number of things. I like think it looks any, like a log. A, it a it does. Coming, or a branch coming off of a log it is what does. it looks like to me. It really does. Yeah, it goes in here. Nessie's official recorder admitted that he was worried that there had been no sightings for eight months. Uh, Gary Campbell, 
keeper of the official Loch Ness Monster Sightings Register, said, quote, we're quite worried that there has been an eight-month gap since the last sighting. Now, this just goes back into what we've already talked about. Interesting stuff, though, my friend. So Nessie is, uh, Nessie's back. There it is. You heard it here first, people. Hard-hitting news right here. Why didn't Nessie attack the boat? Nessie is a gentle giant. No, Nessie is a gentle giant. She would never, she would never, ever attack any. Okay, so if Nessie is a she... Why do you got to do it? Why do you got to do it? <laughs> no, if, um, yep. okay, if, let's say, uh, so Nessie, is there a single Nessie or is there more than one? Hey. Is it one that's thousand years old or is it a bunch that are breeding? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. What do you think, pal? I you think they're think down there? You think Nessie that... would have been found. Yeah, especially if they're Nessie out there. Would have been found. Well, if they're out there donking, you know, that would suggest lots and little, lots of Nessies, you know. So by, you know, by every stretch of the imagination, absolutely. I mean, they have scoured that piece of water. You know what I mean? For for decades now. For decades so I don't know. Yeah, uh, I think that Nessie individual is probably not in there. What do you think would be the best course of action if if it were up to you, Doctor Feelgood? If it were up to you to find Nessie, to find definitive proof either for or against Nessie, what would you do? I mean, there's. It's overwhelming that the that the the lack of evidence, you know what I'm saying, is overwhelming. So you already have one so half I of the pie. So I would block here. off the entrance and the exit to the lock. Okay. Pump all the water out somewhere. I mean, it costs shitload of money, more money than it would <laughs> so you're be gonna worth. fucking drain, drain, drain it. the lake, drain the yeah, it's gone. Make sure there's no tunnels for <laughs> Nessie to get out of. Fucking drain and then it's, it. It's, it's done. You killed all the fish in there. Um, you ruined the, that <laughs> the legacy ink. of Nessie, but now you know. But now you know. <laughs> oh, my God. This is good. I like this. Good for you, man. You know how many people you would but piss they, you off? Know, like... it, it wouldn't solve it because what they would say is Nessie oh, went escaped. on land and crawled to a dirt. Yeah, they would say she escaped through a tunnel or some shit, right? Or, or they would say that Nessie must have escaped before you closed the hatch. Motherfucker. I just totally lost Koopsik. 100% gone. He just, like, ended the call. Either that or it just ended. I don't, I don't know what's going on, peeps. Hey... Let's see what he has to say for himself. Hey. You hung up on me. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here. You know me. I talk with my hands. What the fuck am I doing? I didn't hang up on you. <laughs> it's your it's your internet. That's what it is. It's got to be the internet. You, you know it. It's got to be the internet. It has to be. 
You know what we need to do? I know it would solve What's this that? little... Here's what would solve this little internet issue between between us. Just go with me on this. <laughs> you and I need to move in together. There, I said it. What do, you, what do you think? Well, are you moving down here? What do you think? Well, I can't do that. I would have a three-hour commute. I would have like a six-hour commute. I can't move up there. Why? Oh. My kid is here. Uh, bring her along. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, damn it. Just damn it. All right, buddy. I'm going to get some fiber. I'm just going to have to get some fiber internet. That's, a, that's all there is yeah. to it. Yeah, that's all there is to it. Done dealing. Pissed off. Once I get fiber, it's on. The thing oh, is, on? like, yeah, it's on, like Donkey Kong. However, the problem is around here, um, they can't even spell fiber. Like, they don't even know what that is. You know what I'm saying? However, I was, uh, the other day when I was at the Classic Cafe in Malvern, I was having a little, having a little din-din. I, uh, I noticed, uh, because they have free Wi-Fi at the Classic Cafe. So I go in there and I was, uh, checking through some shit and I see on there, it says Classic Cafe Fiber Internet. I'm like, say what, Mamma Jamma? Say what, Mamma Jamma? Which lends itself to the possibility of fiber getting closer and closer and closer to Tabor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know yeah, what you're saying. Absolutely. I think, uh, I think it's in our immediate future. I would hope. I would absolutely hope. So I don't know, pal. I don't know. What else you got for us? I have one more story here. Sweet, sweet. It is mysterious Russian killer satellites spring back to life after two years of inactivity. And we have no idea why. Russian satellites that have been dormant, basically, or dead and inactive for two years turn themselves back on? That's what... Well, I don't think they turn themselves back on. Who the um, fuck flipped that switch? <laughs> A trio of satellites Was launched it? between 2013 and 2015 previously raised concerns the craft had lain dormant but have been spotted making unusual maneuvers one of the objects passed within 1200 meters of a Chinese satellite on April hmm. experts fear they could be prototypes for next generation of space weapons <laughs> this is next level shit <laughs> Russia could be preparing for a space war after reactivating a group of satellites that military observers believe were inoperative. Trust me, if Russia's getting ready for a war, it's definitely not in space. No? No. No. I think that's where the next battle will be fought. I don't know. I think we may be dealing with Vladimir Putin. Or 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 Sadamir or Sadamir Putin. <laughs> Those pictures, I'm just uh, 
Those pictures are funny. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's why, that's why I shared them. Yeah, glad you did. Glad you did. <laughs> what the fuck is going on right now? What is going on with Skype? Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me, Josh? I can hear you, dude. Something okay. weird's going on with Skype. I don't know what's going on, dude. What are you doing? I don't know either. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just looking at my computer screen, freak out. That's all. Oh, my goodness. Interesting. Interesting stuff. I'm going to have to turn off. I'm going to turn off the... Uh, I think you're frozen. <sighs> you know, I'm getting sick of it. <laughs> Can you still hear me? Yeah. All right, perfect. Good deal. All right, you're just going to have to look at my profile pic there, pal. Damn, damn, damn. Well, I tell you what, pal, why don't you get into a little bit about what we got going on over at uh, Patreon? What's going on with this? This is my point. What the fuck? (laughs) All right, folks, again, this happens again. Now, mind you. Coop6 is going to blame my internet. However, he's the one fiddle-fucking around with whatever. I am not even touching a mouse, a keyboard, or anything. Um, Dick move, Coop6. Just a dick move. I don't know what's going on. No idea. No idea. Huh. I don't know, guys. Here he is. He's gonna Create have to, a group uh, call. You gonna? Uh, hey, Josh, you there? Well, I see Jason and I see my buddy Rick. What's up, motherfucker? <laughs> What's going on, gents? I've been drinking. So, so good. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a second. Is this? Koopsick, is this what you were trying to do earlier when you were basically no, blaming my up. you're he blaming my up. internet? Blaming my no, he internet. Just showed up. Horse apples. I'm I'm the I'm the ghost of girlfriend past. <laughs> Rick, how the hell are you, man? If there's one thing that I have learned that I have learned on here in the South is love fucking drink. Nice. Nice, nice. <laughs> so I've been drinking. <laughs> oh, that's cool, man. Hell yes. Oh, my God. So when's Ramblings coming back? Yeah, June. We, June. Yeah. What up? Because well, that's when all my stuff will be down here on the first week of June. So Sweet, dude. We'll get that running. Doing totally any cool. paranormal stuff out there? Not yet. I've only been here like three weeks, dude. Give me a chance. <laughs> I don't know. You could be you could move fast. Let I don't him know work what you're his doing magic. out there. Let him work his Let magic. I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to blend in with these southern fuckers. Hell yeah, dude. Is it going good for you so far? 
yeah it's, it's decent we're actually moving into the new place probably next weekend so nice who's we me and my roommate oh. is he as crazy as you are it's it's my sister oh, okay <laughs> she's nice. as crazy as you are no she's already in fucking bed that's why i'm outside uh, already in bed yeah yeah damn Dude, I'm telling you, this 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 chick, she gets up at like 5.30 in the morning because she has to be work by 9 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. I don't do all that shit. <laughs> Must be rough. Because <laughs> I don't do all that shit. <laughs> that picked up, I picked up a simple freaking umpiring baseball games. Yeah, dude. I, I get paid $70 for three hours of work a night. That's awesome. <laughs> That'd be freaking fun, too. Like, beer money. <laughs> Plus, it's baseball. Love me some baseball. Yeah, I already met the buff town, so. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's good sauce, though. Hell yeah. All right. I don't know if you've been... Uh, today I nominated Brush with Evil 2 for Best Production and then I nominated Josh Hurd for Best Male Paranormal Researcher. <laughs> and what, what, what? And what website was this on? It was on the Paranormal Society Awards page, but the comment was deleted pretty quick because David Glidden and me decided to troll it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, damn it. Society Awards. Yeah, it's like the Paranormal Awards. I didn't even know there was such a thing. Yeah, the guy that runs it was up for like four awards. It's kind of biased. It's kind of biased. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's cool. That's cool as shit. (laughs) Holy hell. Now, Koopsik, you're going to have to tell all the people about the Patreon page because if you don't, I'm going to fuck it up somehow. You're gonna, well, we don't want you to fuck it up. This is what I'm saying. I'll tell them. <laughs> why, you're not a member yet. Uh, why haven't you become a member of our secret society? There's a secret society. We're yes. a society with secrets. You don't listen to our show anymore, do you? We're a society with secrets. That's what it is. I'll be honest with you guys. I have 62 episodes to catch up on. Wow. Yeah. It's good sauce. Because well, I, I, I listen to podcasts when I'm driving. So oh, yeah. I haven't driving much. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you've been it's drinking. It's because you've been too drunk. <laughs> it's because you've been drinking. Well. <laughs> so you want a little funny story from tonight? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Then we'll get into Patreon. <laughs> I, I don't know where I'm at, all right? So we're at this bar, and I take a left out of there. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm going down the wrong way in traffic. Oh, shit. So I, I hopped the median. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm going down the wrong way. So yeah, yeah. I was going to hop the median, hope there's not a cop around. <laughs> Damn. So my boss, the six, is now a four-wheel vehicle. That's right. Off-road. <laughs> well, if you were a part of Ecu Experiment, our secret society... 
uh, and you got in trouble, we may be able to help you out, but you're not, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm home. I got the ears. So. Yeah, he's good to go. See? <laughs> so if you go to patreon.com backslash ectoplasm show, you can be a member of our secret society for as little as $1 a month and get all the benefits and become as enlightened as we are. Oh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I started listening to another show that does the same thing so I know what you're talking about heck yeah man heck yeah it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun we have a lot of uh, fun things in the works actually for this um, I, uh, I'm not going to say a word about it yet I just want to make sure it all happens comes to fruition and then we'll get into it you know what I mean um, yeah, yeah but yeah it'll you're be fun like- you start talking about it, it doesn't happen. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I don't want to jinx it by fucking talking about it, so I'm just not going to do that yet. I'm just going to, you know, keep working it <laughs> like how I'm trying to work it, and hopefully good things happen for a few lucky people of our Patreon. So it'll be a, be a lot of fun. be a lot of fun. But fuck yeah, gents. On that happy little note, I think we're going to end the show. I need to mention that we are on the Pod Bros Network. Podbros.com. Go to Pod Bros and tell them we sent you. Listen to all their shows, too. I was totally going to. Wait. God damn it. I was going to mention it, too, and I totally spaced it. Duh. This is like the whole rate and review us on iTunes thing that I always forget to say. God bless it. But yeah. Podbros.com. You need to go check. We've been out. recording this whole time. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we started. At <laughs> he goes, wait time. a minute. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I mentioned that I was going to pull you in. So, uh, folks, those stories were just for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> <laughs> We've been on Facebook, too. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're on Facebook Mom, Live. Mom. We're on Facebook Live right now. <laughs> All they see is the bottom half of your beard that goes down. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta put clothes on that's right hell yes alright guys well thank you so much for joining us this evening um, we will talk to you again bright and early for Friday morning for real this time with a topic episode and until then Rick thanks for joining us pal yeah it, it's, uh, it was fun Dr. Feelgood always a pleasure yeah, we're going to have to <laughs> yeah. lose that doctor thing eventually. <laughs> Never going to happen. We will I'm talk to you guys. Uh, for something I talked about. That'll be And fun. somebody took it to heart. Said, this doctor before, told me I needed to do this. Before we get in this, too, was I the only person that was hoping something would jump out of that room when you were doing your experiment with haunting history? Oh, dude. Like, I was hoping to had somebody hidden in there. Dude, I was thinking somebody was going to be hidden in that room with the strobe light thing. Yeah, I thought somebody was going to be in there dicking around with me. That's what I seriously <laughs> thought. Yeah, for real. That messed me up right nice. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys soon. Take it easy. Peace out.